0: In the last episode, we dove headfirst first into the fascinating world of digital transformation in the media industry with Sir N. We navigated through the complexities of remote film shooting and global collaborations, learned about how technology has become an enabler and not just a solution, and discovered the importance of cultural nuances in these cross-border projects. Now, as we begin this next part of our journey, Sir N invites us to explore the uncharted territories of entrepreneurship. We're about to unravel the secrets behind transforming entrepreneurial ventures into global powerhouses, all from the perspective of a proven maverick in the global startup ecosystem. In this episode, we will decode the magic behind Sir N's remarkable career trajectory, starting from humble beginnings to now guiding multiple multi-billion dollar ventures. Additionally, we'll delve into the integration of AI in the field industry and how it's reshaping the division of labor by taking over mundane tasks. Above all, Sir N will highlight the necessity of patience and resilience in this field, invaluable virtues for those aspiring for a career in entrepreneurship or technology. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business owner, or someone with a keen interest in the intersection of technology and business, this episode is a must-listen. So buckle up and get ready for an intellectual expedition that will surely change your perspective on startups and entrepreneurship. Let's dive in. So let's go to the next interesting question. Within the film or entertainment industry, where is artificial
1: intelligence happening? What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, actually, sure. when I first joined EN back in 2019, a lot of people were talking about, okay, how we can use AI to sculpt, what's the best script, how we can use AI to see what is best at the box office, what kind of hobby to invest in. I, I feel that those are not really good users of AI. I the creative is actually is creative. It's brilliant because of the human mind. And all these things actually require human work. Creativity is, is a human being. And being creative is something that humans love to own. so we should continue doing it. I think where AI should come in is to think from the mundane tasks, the things that people both really want to do, apply very rapidly. work, like dealing with a lot, and some shit popping data from one piece to another. I think that that can be done by AI. Doesn't require a human creating mind to execute.
1: Up to the next interesting question I want to ask you is that. What do you think about the impact of AI development on the future of work in the entertainment industry?
2: Yeah, I hope that AI can help to like, take over some of the mundane tasks that we have to do. For example, in terms of communication, we have a set of data that we have the camera team has recorded. So, what we do on set now is to, okay, bring the paper back to the office and then for the copy, then we scan it and pass it to the editor. I'm hoping. That process can be streamlined. Yeah. Instead of a human, like, recording down on a piece of paper, maybe the camera can send the data straight to the end, go through, like, a back system and go straight to the end when his, ed- his editing machine. I think that's the kind of thing that can streamline in the film industry. So people who are hired on set, they can perform uh, more creative tasks.
1: So you're saying that the very mundane one, like, expenses of receipts, a script, like translation of the script or like booking of the cartel or the scene set. Right? All this can be automated so that the producer could not just focus on the logistics, which is the repetitive things, but the producer can say, hey, how are you feeling today? They're dealing with the emotion, which is the complex creative things. Oh. The more creative stuff than the super repetitive stuff. What about the, the actor, actresses and a director? How would they be impacted? And what are the issues that the AI can actually help them?
2: I, I, their work is quite emotionally and psychologically complex. I'm not sure how AI can come in and deploy and help them yet. <laughs> I do I have like, no good idea. Yes,
1: I'm just asking because <laughs> I, I was thinking along the line of if all the like the food, the shelter, the logistics is all done by AI, maybe that will free up a lot of oh. time for the actor and actress. And I'm just thinking out a lot as well. Maybe information internet of technology can sense that oh this this environment is very hot and humid and therefore the actor and actress might not be able to display a, a smiley face or sad face you know oh, and this this expression is not fully captured by what the doctor wants and now yes. the doctor say,
2: car angie and maybe if there's an, there's an ai that can sense the aura of the set okay <laughs> people are dehydrated okay message that people send someone
1: that's uh, one of the interesting ideas that hopefully on the audience out there." You- if you want to really do something in this industry, this is some ideas up. Now, coming back to the next interesting question that I wanted to ask. Is, is there, there any books there? that you recently, <laughs> that inspire you? Me.
2: Okay, I actually really enjoyed this book. It's about the Ubers and Andy and story. It's, it's, it's one of my first books about entrepreneurship. It still left a deep impression in me. Because I really like how the story, like he jumps the post with being and Andy and and the different ways that the founders approached in building their startup. Yeah. Uber went through a, a very tough journey because Trevi had to go through the all the political struggles in launching his product in different markets. While every and me journey seems smoother, yeah. Yeah, I think well, that, that introduced me to the trial and tribulation mm-hmm. of building a startup. And to be honest, I, I felt some of those things when I'm doing my own startup. You know, well, that's why it left quite a deep impression in me, and I really enjoyed the book.
1: So coming yeah. back today, next interesting question: What's the number one software or application that you need every day, and why?
2: Oh, definitely Airtable. I love Airtable so much. I on, on the most simple level is like a data management software, so you can uh, key in data, so access a CMS database, oh, it's like a customer management service. You can like key in all the uh, information about your customers, about your stakeholder, different stakeholders, put them in a very nice and self-sheet sheet that is very beautiful, very friendly to use. But on, on a more deeper level, it has a lot of automations that we can link to all many other softwares that we are using. Yeah. So we use Zapier to link AirTable to the end of our website. Yeah. So i say in the heart of my company... We are building our own back end now like, because the company has progressed to a stage where has its limitations.
1: That means like there's more and more data whereby you need a much more role. expanded database. What are the, the, the career tips out there for anybody that wants to enter the media industry, the digital media industry or the digital mm-hmm. entertainment industry?
2: You need to be able to have a, a strong heart and a fun mind. A lot of situations can happen every day. You need to be able to make it and just come as a win. Yeah, a lot of things can happen when you walk on the set. It's not a very predictable day-to-day yeah. job. So you need to have that open mind to experience the unknown. Yeah. Like just be as an experience, as something new that you learn.
1: Uh, so, so as you mentioned about Big Heart, is because if people, if the ordinary man see as a routine job, expecting a routine, and there's so many ups and downs, he will get a heart attack, right? So the positive view mind is that this is an adventure. Any Hollywood movie or any Chinese movie, there's always like the hero and then the the obstacle, and then he will overcome the obstacle, fighting all the enemies, and then going through the pitfall. Then that'll come out to the end, right? Something like
2: this. yes. Another tip that I can share is: nice to be very patient. Things take time to happen. Yeah. Or whether it's art or it's tech, it's a craft we both take years and years to cone. It has to be really patient to learn the crowd and to hold it.
1: And by patient, are we talking about a very long timeline, like five years, ten years, or what is that mindset of understanding this word patient?
2: Yeah, I think you're right, it's about it's five years, ten years. It's that kind of endeavor. level. Yeah, because it's definitely not an industry where you can come in with the mindset, okay, I'm gonna get rich quick in one year. Yeah. So it, it takes time to understand How things work is a very collaborative environment. So you need time to make the contacts in the industry. You need time to learn the craft. I always say that it's a marathon, it's not a sprint.
1: This just reminded me of this uh, Chinese saying, English translation, it basically means that for every one minute that you see on the stage, this person has been practicing the craft for 10 years.
2: Even uh, in terms of visual effects, you can take six months to make one or ten seconds short.
1: Six yeah. months for ten seconds Wow.
2: Yeah. I was working on one of the Honey movies, and I realized that wow it really takes a long time to just keep improving and improving the shot over and over again until it's perfect for the audience to yeah. see. So it really takes a lot of patience to see that magic happen. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this uh Andrew, um actually video effects started off as magic. Chaos. Yeah.
1: Really? I, didn't I didn't know, know that. Uh, as in you're, you're saying that it started off yeah. as magic meaning they got magician to come in to create the effects, or what?
2: It was actually invented by by a magician. So he, he created a uh, visual effects using film, uh, so he used film to create his magic to so shop his audiences. You can check out the movie. Actually, someone made a movie about it. It's called so Hugo by Martin Story of oh, oh, the guy.
1: Josh Millens. Josh
2: Millens. Yeah, so he's he's a guy who invented. He's the father of yeah, I'm
1: always a fan of all this sci fi movie or epic movie, especially when there's visual effects. It's
2: it's really like magic to be. I I think cinema or like filmmaking is is really magical (laughs) because you put things together and suddenly that that is a story. There's something uh, that amazes the audience, many things.
1: Yes, I still believe in the movie or the filmmaking industry because of these effects or the way that is being crafted because it's called neurologically wired or it just creates people a hope and still hope or some form of a believe that, hey, I think I can overcome difficulty.
2: Yeah. Storytelling is powerful.
1: Yeah. And what about, I remember you mentioned about read trade news to keep up to date. What do you mean by that?
2: It's important to read things that are happening in the industry, like through like, different trade news. So you can see hey, what other people are up to. Are they making the same kind of content as you? Are they building the same kind of company as you? Yeah, I think it's important to read up to date because I think hands with startups, right? When you create up you probably have ten other competitors doing a similar business as you yeah. or even in film making you can have uh, ten other people trying to create the same kind of story yeah. as you yeah, you have to be aware of what's uh, what people are interested to to see right now and what are the industry trends
1: where what kind of information or website or journals or web sources that you read to keep up on the news and the media industry or entertainment industry?
2: Oh, there's quite a lot. You can follow a variety of deadline. These are the trade news websites where they report on what's happening in the media industry Okay, whether they are M&A, there are people who are doing co-productions across countries or what are your favorite directors up to. Yeah, yeah. it's important to read these trade news because then you can know, oh, if Netflix buys this company, okay, are they going more into this area of this? So do you want to come up with some IP ideas that he that might pick up. B E A B L I N E and the Ryan.
1: I'm just curious because you mentioned about co producing. Why would two studios want to co produce together?
2: Oh, actually, co production is very prevalent in the film industry. Like almost every movie that you see is a co pro. Oh. Maybe those studios are like different among different countries. Yeah. Because it's quite a big endeavor, right? Even a very small independent project, is like $1 million. You can't come up with all that money and take the risk on your own. So it's important that you work with other people who are also interested in this story and then you collaborate together to find funding together to distribute in your own separate market.
1: Well, in terms of cool distribution, they come together as in one will pull certain type of resources that is complementary to the other group or how does that work? Because I, and when I'm thinking of a startup, I will be thinking, if I want to co-produce with somebody, is it this guy providing a front-end engineering team and mm-hmm. I provide my AI engineering team and then we build a software developer? How, how does it work in the film industry?
2: Yeah, sometimes it's like that. But there are also other times where people co-produce across country because they want to like tap into the country's resources. For example... Let's say I want to co-pro with Australia, like Singapore and Australia. Yeah. Maybe Australia has a grant that I want to tap into, or the Australian co-producer has a grant that they want to tap into Singapore. But a lot of times it's uh, more motivated by the story. Let's say it's about a Chinese-Australian man whose uh, parents come from Singapore. Then it's, mo- it's usually the country collaboration motivated by the story first. Or some parts of the story happens in Singapore. Yeah. Although it's like a group of Australian. You no, know, so that's when co-production can happen more naturally. trend.
1: Ah, so as you mentioned, this co-production typically is happened because of the story and the story has a typical geographical setting.
2: For example, sometimes like some people, like the big Hollywood movies, right, they yeah. need to collaborate with other countries too. For example, James Bond, they shoot in many different countries. Yeah. Yes. So they probably need to hire like people from that country to work together with them. I and the- local fixers
1: uh, yeah because they will know the local scene like the jurisdiction whether can let's say like the jizmo can you drive a motorcycle of a train clip or something yeah. right? it's because i think i read somewhere like steven seagal or jackie Chan managed to rent a submarine a nuclear submarine and it's not typically real in reality it's hard to get even if you have lots of money right yeah okay interesting okay la- last but not least, so this has been a very enjoyable podcast i personally learned a lot from you and I hope my yeah. audience actually learn a lot of it. What is your request from those listening to this podcast?
2: Oh, okay. If they are interested in entertainment and wet tree and NFTs and how to help create them, they can most definitely get in touch with them.
1: Once again, to the audience out there, this is Shan. You can find her on my podcast page. And later on, you can find her on LinkedIn. Connect with her. Thank you so much. We have come to the end of this podcast.
0: Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon.